G'day everyone out there, I'm Todd Brackenridge, welcome to the Golf Shed Gurus, I'm joined by Rico, how are you buddy? Good mate, I'm splendid. Podcast number four. Number four, <laughs> what a world. What a world, we're tearing in mate, we're tearing we're in, we've got plenty to talk right about, in. I need Rico's rant now. I apologise to start with anyone that's not from Australia or the east coast of Australia, because yep. this one is about... Or abroad. Rugby league, more importantly, state of origin. Mm-hmm. So my rant is... Tough week. Yes, tough week. State of Origin 1's just gone, New South Wales. On the wrong end of that one, but my rant is people born and bred mm. in New South Wales. Mm-hmm. I went to school with a couple. Um, I know there's a few that listen to this podcast in this uh, particular category, and there's one that works in this actual pro shop. Yeah, well, he turns up, but yeah. yeah. Born and bred and follow Queensland. Mm. It's in the name of the, the series, State of Origin. I was born and bred in Orange, New South Wales, and I follow New South Wales. Fastly becoming... Well, I know we bent the oh. rules a few years ago for Queensland. New Zealanders, Papua New Guineans, <laughs> New South Wales. <laughs> I mean, they both played for the All Blacks. Well, yeah, they did. But a couple. Of in terms of following a team, mm. State of Origin. Yep. I don't understand. The only time Maroon looks good on the field is when the Mighty Sea Eagles are out there. (laughs) All righty. All right. Well, that's Rico's Rant, our second edition of Rico's Rant. Um, Slightly more passionate than the first, but Mm. uh, we're off and away. All right, mate, let's tear into Live Golf. Uh, We spoke about it at the last podcast. Event number one in the books from Centurion Golf Club in London. Uh, Charles Schwartzel, the winner Mm. on minus seven. Duplessis, the runner-up on minus six. What's your take, mate? Um, Charles has just gone cha-ching because mm. they also won the team's event, they which did, is a new yes. thing. And So I think he, what, pocketed 4.75 or something like yeah, that. Yeah, so, yeah, and Duplessis just made more than he's made in his whole career. So for a guy like that, absolutely great. Uh, I sat up and watched the YouTube of uh, every the start of every round at least. And, I mean, it's exciting. There's yeah. golf shots going just left, right and centre. Yeah. Uh, what it means for golf moving forward, I don't think we'll actually know. We can. Everybody has an opinion, good and bad, uh, but I don't think we'll know the uh, the final result mm. for, for maybe years down the track. I mean, Charles is an interesting one. He hasn't won for I think it was two thousand sixteen, six years. Yep. Henny yeah. um, <laughs> Duplessis. Yeah. For those who didn't know Henny going into the week, you had every right not to know. Yeah, him. yeah, yeah. He's been a pro for seven years. Yep. His career earnings around seven hundred thousand dollars. Yeah. His biggest payday was a win on the Sunshine Tour, Amazing. which paid 43000 Henny, for this tournament alone, forget the team's event, just for the tournament, mm. 54 holes, $2 million yeah. US. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I mean, a, for these first couple of events, you can have yeah. your own opinion about the tour all you want. I mean, it's but, not uh, exactly life-changing for him, but it's it's on, it on that path of life-changing. And, I mean, mm. the caddies have said nothing but good things. They've been well looked after and flights, accommodation, food, everything. All the caddies are just cheering, plus well, a percentage of that would be ooh, yeah. pretty good. Before we get on to who has joined the uh, the, mm. the bus since round one or since like, we did our last podcast, I did a couple of things mm-hmm. for, for Live Golf. Shotgun starts, massive tick. Yeah, underutilized. I didn't see a problem with it. Underutilized in club golf and and professional golf. Club yep. golf in particular, yeah, man. Yeah, I try, but cool. <laughs> um, all right, crowd entertainment. So mm. after each round, obviously a shotgun start, only five hours on the course. So yep. there was crowd entertainment um, concerts by Craig David. You would have been a Craig, Craig David, David fan back yeah, in the day, mate. Jesse J. <laughs> Jesse J. Performed as well. Massive fan of Jesse J. Um, <laughs> 
Field quality, not great, but as we're about to talk about, it's it, trending. It's not great, but I reckon the first PGA Tour event probably wasn't great either. True, so true. you got to start somewhere. Um, viewing on YouTube and Facebook wasn't horrible. Wasn't horrible. Again, I, probably exceeded expectations. Oh, man, I was watching and I, I was flicking up just to check how many people were in and a couple of times it, it topped 100,000 just on yeah. YouTube, so they're also streaming the on the web. A little Formula One leaderboard's cool too, I reckon. Yeah, that was pretty cool. They're also streaming on Facebook and on their website, so yeah. who knows what it, what it got to and... Um, the team's yeah. event, massive tick. I think all the players yeah. are a fan of this as well. I mean, yeah, it's it's hard to probably maybe keep track of what who who's on mm. what team. and That'll become clearer, I but think. But, yeah, I think as it, as it goes on, it, it's got potential. And it gives some of the guys – they spoke to Richard Bland mm. before the last – he said he was completely out of the tournament, but it gives him a chance to compete still because his other guys, there. they were in second position. Yeah. So he, these teammates were still relying on him to play a good round, and he thought that was uh, – uh, an interest, interesting concept because he said he wouldn't have cared a great yeah. deal otherwise about the last round. And I think obviously one of the biggest ticks to come out of this event, how they got it all doesn't really matter, but I think the prize money, a massive, massive tick. So uh, Yeah, I think there's a lot of people taking notice on a, uh, across the other side of the, the pond. Yeah, definitely. Mate, uh, US Open. It's US Open it's week. Fighting. It's US Open week this week, which is quite funny. It's, I don't know if it's a good or a bad thing for the PGA yeah. Tour at the moment, but it's on this week. It'll take some emphasis away from Liv, although I'm still sure they'll be part of the conversation. Yeah. It's at the Country Club in Brookline, Massachusetts. What do you got for us, mate? Brookline. Brookline? Yeah, the Country Club. Yep. So it was uh, the first Country Club uh, formed in the US. Yeah, right. Yep. Um, country Club's obviously... So, in Australia, they're the uppity. Yeah, clubs. it is, and it, it didn't have anything to golf with to do with golf for the first. I think it was seven or eight years. Like you went with golf clubs. And stuff. Yeah, yeah. They they <laughs> <laughs> their main things were uh, polo and horse racing. Maybe the horse racing. I would have loved to be yeah. a member there. Thirteen hundred yeah. members. Uh, they say when you watch a tournament, the racetrack encompasses the first and the eighteenth hole. Um, yeah, and then then they got stuck in the golf, and they've they've hosted how many? Uh, mate, bouncing off my. Uh, US PGA stats about Hanson, the PGA Championship stats about the town. Yeah. Tulsa, Oklahoma. Yes. I've got one for you with uh, Massachusetts. Yes. As a state. state. I went state. state. Sorry. We've gone, yeah. We've gone broad. We, we, we had to. We didn't have a choice. Really one big name in Brookline. But... Yeah. Uh, Mark Warburg. Yes. Boston. Marky Mark. Matt Damon. Boston. Yeah, Matt Damon. He's a famous Bostonian. Steve Carell. Mm-hmm. The Office, obviously. Matt LeBlanc. Show your friends. How you doing? <laughs> All right, mate. Give me uh, the famous politician. Uh, That's the only one you remember. It's a, it's I'm giving Ken- him yeah, to you. It's the Kennedy family. Yep. So it's John F. Kennedy and obviously the brothers in the family. Yep. Um, he's pretty famous. Benjamin Franklin, another yep, one US of the sites. President. One of the sites in Brookline is actually the hospital where he was baptised. Oh, lo- exciting I mean, place, Brookline. <laughs> Plenty happening at Brookline. All right, the defending champions, John Rahm, he won at yes. Torrey Pines last year. Yeah. Um, so majors that have been contested at the Country Club, the 1913 US Open was won by Francis Omet. Wimet. Wimet. He went with plus 12, and it's also the, uh, I think that's the background of the movie, isn't it? The yeah, greatest name ever greatest, played. Yeah. Uh, 1963, Julius Borrow won from Jackie Cupid and Arnold Palmer on plus nine. Yep. In 1988, Curtis Strange won on minus six with a playoff from Nick Faldo. Mm-hmm. They hosted the 1999 Ryder Cup, which was won by the oh, USA, 14 and a half to 13 and a half. Very controversial. There, there was some stuff going on that week. Um, there was a lot of running going on that week. Matt Fitzpatrick won the US Amateur in yes. 2013. He actually beat Oliver Goss, who's an Aussie. 
in the final. And Jeff Ogilvie, obviously the last Aussie to win the US Open in 2006. Jeffrey. However, perhaps the biggest news of the whole tournament is that there will be no Tiger Woods. No Tiger. No. I think the next time we see Tiger will be uh, in the UK. He'll be in Ireland, I think. Mm. He's down to play yeah. sponsors tournament there. and We're arguing with each other a bit open. today, mate. I think he's done for the year, Tiger. I don't think he'll be back. Um, but obviously, I hope he is. I think he should shut it down for, for and mm. come back next year and win, win three four majors. All right, mate. We've talked about the, uh, the history regarding this week's US Open. But now, mate, it's yep. time. The US Open tipping comp is oh, alive. It's time. here. I've spoken to Stevie Connor and I've spoken to Fezza. Yeah. Fezza, Justin Thomas, Jordan Spieth. No surprise there. Uh, Stevie Conran, Max Homer, who I loved. I thought yeah, he's close to a Maxie. good thing this week, Max Homer. But uh, he went Max Homer and Billy Horschel, yep. recent winner on tour. I'm going to go Rahm and McElroy because I feel like that's who I was left, to be honest. Oh, okay. After Max Homer went out, I was a bit yeah. like, mm. uh, who you got? I'm going to go with uh, Sam Burns because he's in some great form lately. Skitty. And I'm going to go with a guy who doesn't win a lot. Skitty Burns. Or much. And a guy <laughs> That's to some his, of my best work. A guy to win his first major in Tony Finau would be a very popular win that Tony one. Tony Finau, okay. Yeah, would be popular. All right. Yeah. What camera are we looking at here? All right. All right, guys. So here it is. This is the new way we'll do the major tipping competitions this week's US Open. You've heard who we think can win. You can also pick any of those eight players that were were selected. As always, our major tipping competitions are sponsored by the team at FootJoy, um, the number one shoe in golf. Uh, Here's a couple that we have in store here. We got your super light from FootJoy, spikeless shoe if you prefer your spikeless. The Tour Alpha with the spikes, definitely the best spike shoe on the market at the moment. If you tip the winning player and score, any pair of shoes in store is yours. If you tip the winning player without the score, we'll give you a FootJoy glove. Now's the time to get involved. Make sure you spread the good word to your family and friends. Get them involved as well. And as always, thanks for the support. Another one, mate. Since our last podcast, 26-year-old Western Australian Min G. Lee won the Ladies US Open. Um, Great story. This is a great story in golf. Probably the biggest story to come out of our podcast that doesn't start with live. Um, Put a bit more rant. <laughs> yeah, they've been impressive. Uh, so Minji, that was her eighth LPGA Tour win. She's also won two, twice on the European Tour and twice out here in Australia. She's a two-time major champion. She also won the Evian Championship in 2021. She's now a top five player in the world. Her brother Min Woo, a DP World Tour player, not mentioned in live just yet, Min Woo, but I'm sure he wouldn't mind the cash. He made his Masters debut this year. Um, so Minji pocketed. One point eight million. Yeah, it's the biggest purse in uh, in women's golf. Yeah, she was. Um, I mean, she was pretty dominant. Yeah, very dominant. She, she very took dominant. a big lead into the last round. I think she shot the lowest score in US Open history, possibly women's history. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, third Aussie to win at that yep. golf course, which was Pine Needles in Carolina. Yeah. Um, so on behalf of the Golf Shed Gurus, oh, mate, absolutely. big congratulations, congratulations to uh, Minji Lee. We'll have you yeah. on the show one day, no doubt. It's a great story, and, and maybe. Maybe I don't know how. Oh, good to see how she uh, how she spends it. One point eight million. Like yeah. uh, Minwoo, her brother, obviously yeah. is one on the European Massive tour as well. That, kid, yeah. that that family is uh, has got some golfing genes. Yeah, definitely. All right, mate. That's all the business taken care of of the podcast. <laughs> good stats too today. Yeah, I tell you what, rattled some off today. Uh, Hundred shots a day. Oh yeah. Minus five, but we're doing it. Yeah, you know? I'm in layers, hoodies. The, my work uniform because I'm getting it in before work. Yeah. On, on the odd occasion, I'm 
And then you're playing your golf as well. Oh, I haven't played really, but I'll. Uh, <laughs> I'll. Um, I'm working mainly on short game. Yeah, for you've, two main you've, you've barely hit a full shot. Yeah, seriously, you're not even doing it. Freezing cold. It's minus yeah. degree, so it's a lot quicker to hit hundred shots if you're just chipping and putting. Yeah. Okay. Okay, hmm. but uh, for those still wondering, it is happening. We uh, when did we start June one. Yeah, it's been every day. We haven't missed a day. No. Rain, hail, or shine. Yeah, so I think we've eclipsed a thousand shots already. Yeah, we have twelve hundred shots yeah. wrapped up today. And I hope so. a few other people have been into it as well. Yeah, make sure you send us Trying through your videos of your uh, hundred shots a day. It's it's not much fun, but anyway, keep going, brother mate. One to follow. One to follow. I, th- I had a go last week with Ron Chopper, so I think it's only fair that you uh, throw one out there this all right. week. All right, I'm going to uh, I'm going to go a guy on Instagram called Brilliantly Dumb. His name is it Robert Berger, Bobby Berger, Bobby Bobby Fairways, Bobby Fairways, or Bobby Berger, um, Brilliantly Dumb, or Bob Does Sports. If you follow yep. either of them, either of them on Instagram or YouTube, you'll have an absolute blast. Yep. They are absolutely hilarious. Um, and they are same, definitely same deal. Cycle back into his old stuff because yeah. some of his old stuff is is absolute yeah. gold. Him they, and his um, him and his buddies, Joey, Joey Colcarts, yeah. Fat Perez, they're pretty funny. Yeah. So that is our one to follow this week. Brilliantly dumb or Bob does sports. They're pretty mm. much the same thing. Yeah. And mate, that'll just about do us. I think so. It's time to go home and get warm. Podcast number four, number four. complete. What a world. We've Make been. sure you follow us on our socials. We've got uh, TB Golf or the Golf Shed Gurus on Instagram. You can send us an email at the Pro Shop at gmail.com. Yep, or at, at the Golf Shed Gurus on Twitter. Yeah, you can twi- tweet away. Absolutely. Make sure you take care. If you're in Orange, stay warm. Get some golf in, and for God's sake, get some practicing. Absolutely. Doodles.